The Planter's Place podcast is brought to you by Osmocote, the planter's plant food. I'm Amy Griesack. I'm a garden writer in Great Falls, Montana. And today I want to talk to you about how to garden when you're not getting the rain that you need. It seems like every year there's some part of the country who's experiencing a drought. Now, here in Great Falls, we are kind of used to not getting a lot of rain. We receive 13 inches of precipitation a year, which is about, I think, an inch more than Tucson, Arizona. So it's pretty dry around here. So there's, we've, over the years, we've definitely found ways to deal with it besides supplemental watering to be able to retain as much moisture as possible. Now, one of the things that we do is mulch everything, mulch like crazy, and it helps keep the soil temperature cooler because that's another thing during the summer is when you're experiencing long periods of heat, you know, over 90 degrees a lot of times, it really, really heats up that soil and bakes the plants right from the ground. So mulch is definitely your friend. You can use bark chips. A lot of people surprisingly use gravel. You would think that gravel would just heat up and cook things, but if you put enough gravel on, several inches of gravel, and you feel underneath it, it's really remarkably cool. So gravel actually does work, so in those landscapes it is effective. And you can use grass clippings, newspaper, and even straw. This year we've had it heated up a lot in July, definitely many days over 90 degrees, and some of my newer gardens that weren't very well established, definitely that soil is, that black soil is becoming just hot, hot, hot. So I went, bought several bales of straw, and started covering all around my plants and do it three, four, five inches thick to be able to give them good protection from the sun and then also hold that moisture in. In particularly for our area is when the wind blows because a little bit of moisture that we do get is often just completely evaporated with the wind. So mulch is definitely a big plus in what you do when you're not getting the rain that you need. And another thing that you might want to consider, if it's become a pattern that these summers have been dry for you, that plant wish for shade. One of the plants that I use extensively in the garden, and it's just a mishmash, are sunflowers. It started several years ago with the birds kicking the seeds out of the bird feeders during the winter that the sunflowers started growing up. And so now I leave them. I'll pull some here and there. But for the most part, I leave pretty much a forest. So I have this canopy of sunflowers that are shielding so many of my plants from that hot, hot direct sun. And it's also helping prevent the sun from evaporating all the moisture too. Definitely a difference. It's way more lush. When I am weeding in those areas, you can feel the difference in temperature, that it's much cooler and typically much moister. So that's definitely a good way to go. Another thing to do is when you're creating your garden, think about how best you're going to keep hold of your moisture. One gentleman I know, and I've heard about in Texas too, which is a very, very dry area, of planting in trenches. So digging down, planting things in there, you can mulch down in that trench to keep that soil cool and to keep the moisture, but then irrigating in that trench. So it's almost a mini flood irrigation. So that plant, that specific plant, is getting that moisture. You're not watering pathways and extraneous things because water is very precious and a lot of times it's very expensive. And in times of drought, you want the water best used where it's needed. Which brings me to different types of watering, actually, too. Probably the most efficient way to water is via drip irrigation. 
either the drip hoses. They work well in areas that don't have a lot of sediment in the water. I have friends who can't use them because they actually get so built up after a season or two that it clogs it up and it doesn't work anymore. Uh, that's not that common during throughout parts of the country, but it's definitely an issue depending on where you live. But the drip irrigation is nice because you can put it right where you need it and it goes right to that plant, right to that root system, and it's not getting everywhere else. Other, t other people who do use sprinklers always question when is the best time to use them. Many parts of the country are always taught only water in the morning, don't water in the evening, you're going to get mold and disease. And it's like, and while that is true in some areas of the country, such as the Midwest, where it is more hot, more humid, and during the night, having that moisture on the leaves can perpetuate some disease issues. If you're experiencing a drought, you want the moisture to be able to get to that plant and stay with that plant as late as possible or as long as possible. So watering in the evenings, especially if you can use drip, is a really, really good way to go because then it's going to stay with them longer. If you water in the morning, it's only with the plant until it evaporates. And so unless you have a really good mulch there that's going to keep that moisture in place, it may not stay with the plant as long as it's needed. So there are just a few tips on how you can mitigate this issue. It's really difficult. Plants need a lot of moisture when especially when they're producing at this you know in July and August when things are really ripening so just use that mulch shade your plants as much as possible and be as water wise with your watering methods as you possibly can to learn more from our gardening experts join the community at plantersplace.com and be sure to like Osmocote Plant Food on Facebook thanks for tuning in to the Planters Place podcast 